0: Welcome to another episode of Overheard in the Pantry. Today, we are joined by our good sis, Lee Swift, author, aka River, from The Circle, season two, and we get into pride coming out, and of course, you know we talked about that show. So if you're ready for all of these 360-degree snacks, crack open the pantry door, and uh, let's get into it hey eavesdroppers we are here with an actual living legend uh we have a writer all around talented creator and of course my kardashian sister herself we have river slash lee my good judy from the circle season two hi lee
1: hey courtney i'm so glad to be here with you and felicia the the new kardashians here we are you know or we'll make her the fourth kardashian how about that i would love that the power of four and you want some more there you go i love it
2: oh i would love that um we're so excited to have you here
1: thank you so much i'm excited to be here i mean you know i've I've watched you guys on YouTube uh, several, several times. So I- I'm excited to be a part of this.
2: Oh, well, um, before we started recording y'all, I was telling Lee how much I love him, but I just have to say it again in the beginning of the podcast. I'm obsessed with Lee. I've been so excited to be able to talk with him. Um, and I'm very excited for this episode. I'm
0: very I excited. I also am excited. <laughs> Aww,
1: yes. Thank you. Thank you, buddy.
2: Also, I do um, just to pre-warn you and the listeners, I get a little nervous. So I may not be the best at this, um, but I'm going to follow Courtney's lead.
0: <laughs> no, that's a
2: goddamn wait, phone
0: wait. call. What the hell are we on three-way, I girl? Know, you we got a lead shit. that's <laughs> the I party get line. Lee, <laughs> yo <laughs> ass, how do you identify, Lee? Let's just jump right into it, girl. we diving in. How do you I identify?
1: Am, I'm a cisgender gay man. That's you're a I
0: cisgender am. gay man yes. did that take a long time for you to come to terms with what was that like for you what was the moment when you were like hold on women is not that's not gonna that's not gonna work
1: um it did take a while i you know i grew up in a, a hyper religious family um and in the practice that i was in it was i was doomed and damned and all that kind of silliness and i actually uh, when I was 12, I walked down the altar because I liked the, I liked the spotlight. And I said, I want to be a preacher. <laughs> so, <Wow. laughs> they, did, they didn't realize it was just because I wanted the spotlight. <laughs> <you know? laughs> and, and I was hoping for a disco ball in my church, but uh, anyway, uh, no, but uh, so I struggled with that. I knew pretty early, you know, um, you, I think, I think you know not everybody does i've had friends that found out later but for me i knew pretty early and then i would say in my teenage years i really knew and i really had a lot of loneliness and mental health issues and didn't come out to anybody i actually dated a girl and i was so excited that i was able to have sex with her i was like wow it's over
0: you slept with a woman yeah i'm not pure. i'm not pure <laughs> no no it's okay i just i'm fascinated by this what what yeah. was that experience like for you if you don't mind sharing i don't mind sharing uh when i was you know when you're
1: uh, when you're that young i was i was in radio at the time and um when you're that young the wind can blow and things work you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. <laughs> and so i was so uh, and i was so it was like oh my gosh i finally did it everything's gonna be okay the thing was it wasn't because the longer i stayed with her the more i had to be fantasizing about things that weren't her so i broke that off pretty pretty abruptly because i was like this is not fair to her not fair to me you know just not fair and so then i decided you know i, I remember very clearly I was uh, probably 22 and I had struggled and prayed and all that, and I was going to see a musical with a guy I knew, I was he was the musical director, I knew he was a gay guy, and I said, I stopped at the stop sign and I said, okay, God, I'm done, I'm done fighting, this is it. And I went to the musical and, and uh, I've been dancing to musicals ever since. Damn right. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yes, that's such a great uh, journey you've had. I, I can really relate to that because although my like parents were not super like strict or like homophobic or anything like that, I was telling Courtney and the listeners um, last week that I never like considered anything other than being straight because I was like raised in a Baptist, like Christian small town in the South. Um, I just like didn't ever think, oh, I could be bi. It was either like you're straight or then I knew like maybe one or two gay people. Um, there wasn't anything in between. So I think that that's probably why it took me so long. Like I mean, I guess not that long. I'm only 29, but um, why it took me later in life to figure it out.
1: Yeah, I think um, I think especially the South and, and and other places. I mean, we 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 say the South all the time because there's big bastions of religious groups, but it's everywhere. Every state has that, and we also live in a heteronormative world. Every every image until recently, I you know, I'd say in the last ten years, every commercial was heteronormative and now we're seeing it i mean and it's almost i remember when they first showed two guys and two women in a in a family setting and i remember how shocking and exciting it was now it's becoming so much normal but it wasn't until recently and imagine stephen and i have been together since 1988 Hmm. and we were not allowed to get married in the state of texas now we got married in 2014 we went to new york but in the state of texas it wasn't until 2015. so Hmm. So, all these pressures, you know, I'm waxing very philosophical, but uh, all these pressures are on uh, LGBTQ kids that they're in a heteronormative world. That's why pride to me is so important because it says, hey, we're all here. There's a lot of us. You're not by yourself. You can be any way you want to be. We're here. Let's link arms. Let's love each other. Let's support each other. And also remember the the shoulders we're standing on, you know, the transgender women in Stonewall that said, uh, <laughs> the police raid, hey, enough's enough, we're done, you know, mm-hmm. with all this legalized oppression. So that's, I'm preaching, I'm preaching.
0: Was, I, would love you, I, I love it, I would love it. Would you say it. that that's your definition of pride, Lee? It's, you know, it's not only just the partying, the drinking, which is fun, it is about the equality, it is about the history and it is about those who have come before us and knowing about those people so that we can continue to carry the torch for those that will come after us
1: i think it's all those things yeah i think i, I the party's fun come on
0: oh yeah I, mean, girl, I dip and do it
1: i was gonna say <laughs> you know you and me and every gay person I know, we like to have a good time. That's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's life is uh, a little too serious most of the time. So we want to have fun. Hashtag JFTF. Gotta get it in. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta get it in. Just for the Get it in there. (laughs) (laughs) But I think, I think uh, it's all those things. And I think, you know, you pause and, and if you're, you know, 20 years old, 21 years old, and it's your first pride, just party. Don't even think about history. Don't even, you know, you'll see an old guy talking about it and you'll say, Oh, well, I'll remember that. But I think it's all those things and all of us being together and supporting each other, wherever we are on our journey in the closet, people in the closet, they may come up to a pride and go, you know, what, feel a little strength, Felicia, mm-hmm. you know, you're coming out now as bisexual. I mean, it's, is this, is this the first pride as an out bisexual woman? It, it
2: is. Um, I actually, didn't talk to anybody about it at all until I randomly texted Courtney one day last summer um, and was like I've been thinking about this forever and I've never spoke about it but uh, this is how I'm feeling so uh, yeah and it did it it's kind of like because I do have so many friends that are LGBTQ plus I am around the community a lot so it was kind of like a way for me to like I don't know, feel safe. Um, I felt like really safe whenever I came out, because I knew like, there was that community.
0: Yeah, there what was always going to be some understanding, you know? What,
1: yeah, I mean, that's so cool that you have this found family, as I like to call it around you. What do you think about your first pride, though, as you as you're embracing this authentic on authentic self? And putting it out there and feeling that is it going to i mean i'm sure you've been to pride before i you haven't have so many friends i've you've never, never been, been to
2: pride i've never <laughs> been to a pride no
1: are you going to this year
2: i don't know i don't know where i'm gonna go because i feel like a lot of them that are um down here um like in cities close to me they're moved to october so mm. i don't really know what i going on this year but i I am really excited to be able to celebrate pride and to talk about like my bisexuality on social media, because it's been something I've wanted to talk about for a while. I just wasn't quite ready and I still feel a little nervous about it, but um, yeah, I'm I'm excited about it because I was telling the listeners and Courtney that like the past few years at pride or in national coming out day, I would be like, Oh, I should do it today. I should do it today. And I didn't. So it's kind of cool to like finally be out.
1: You know what, uh, you think and I that- talked about this. It's a journey. It is a journey, and it's a it's a it's a unique journey to every individual. So, you know, I applaud you. I applaud everything Thank you're you. doing, and when you're doing it, it's the perfect timing. Thank so don't you. don't beat yourself up saying, "Oh, I wanted to come out." You know what? No, you came out when you're supposed to come out.
0: Yes. Lee, you took the words right out of my mouth because you know I was about to ask you, "Do you believe that coming out should is unique to one person?" And you know it really is up to your own DNA to decide, you know, this is the moment. This is my moment. That's a Rebecca Black song. Um, But yeah, you know. I
1: love that you sing all the time. I love that. that. That's what I love about your YouTube channel. You just give a little.
0: To remind you of music
1: yeah. music is medicine it, music is the world's medicine he said that felicia on on an interview that i had with him he said music is the world's medicine and i said that needs to go on a t-shirt
2: that does Damn right. on, or a bucket hat put it on the bucket oh, hat
1: yeah there you go oh,
0: okay. i think it's
2: funny because i noticed the other day that whenever Courtney and i tell each other bye at the end of a phone call we were like bye we like seeing each other out. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed that. We're like, "Goodbye. I'll talk to you later." <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it.
0: Okay, so Lee, I want to ask you. Or did you want to take a question, Felicia?
2: Go for it. Go for it.
0: Okay. Lee, I want to ask you, what's the hardest thing about being gay?
1: Well, for me, it's again, the world we live in, it's still not I mean, it's welcoming where I live. Cause I live sort of near the neighborhood, and, and, uh, but it's not, it's still not welcoming. I mean, it's still not seeing, you know, and thank, you know, I'll be honest, the ones that are getting the most difficult time are transgender men and women, I think mm-hmm. more than gay men and lesbian, but even we, you know, there's urban centers. We're great in most urban centers around the country, but you go out, in rural America, it gets a little harder, a little more, you know, holding hands, which I, I just do it, you know, I am who I am, you know, screw you, I don't have to uh, support your homophobia, you, you deal with it any way you need to deal with it, but but that's the hardest part, I think, and, that the, and there's still a ton of rights we still don't have. Mm. I mean, people think, uh, you know, when gay marriage happened, they thought, oh, gay marriage happened, everything's great. Well, adoption, uh, you know, um, uh, gender uh, uh, in the military—all kinds of things that are that are out there that we need to deal with. So we have to keep fighting and not realize we haven't arrived. And we can slip back very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. I think I think the previous—not to talk politics—but the previous administration proved that it's easy to slip back mm-hmm. if you're not paying attention.
2: Yep. Stay
1: woke. Yes. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> we're having church. I didn't even realize we were having church. Listen. See, I w- I was called to preach. I walked down that aisle when I was 12 and I'm doing it.
2: Yes. You still preaching.
1: That's right. That's right.
2: <laughs> so um we were talking about um, you know, what the difference is between like coming out now or being LGBTQ plus now versus like, you know, 20, 30 years ago. Um, are there specific differences that you notice because you're much wiser than we are. Um you've seen things. You yeah, we don't know shit, Lee. You've experienced things. Um so what are some differences that you uh, notice about today in 2021 and how does that make you feel about the coming out process? Uh
1: when I came out it was, you know, again, we'll talk about the media cuz I think media has so much influence. Um, music had some images of of uh, LGBTQ people um, Elton John identified as bisexual then and and Freddie Mercury I don't know if he ever really came out but we, and there were there were glam rockers and all kinds of things that seemed like we were talking about it and there were some songs that kind of would talk about it as well but other than that there really wasn't much and now you have these images that help you say, you know, I'm not alone, because you felt very alone, especially in a small town. That's why everybody went to the Mecca's, New York, San Francisco, Los Angeles, because they there was nobody around. They didn't see anybody and anybody that was around, you know, the, the bachelor uncle or whatever, they were so closeted, you, they never told you anything about it. So I think that's that's the big difference. Um, but I think what we have to remember, as living here in the United States, there's places around the world that it you can be killed today mm-hmm. if you came out. I've gotten direct messages, and I'm sure Courtney has too, from teenagers who said, I can't come out in my country because I could be jailed or killed. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're lucky, we kind of keep moving the needle here. But we also got to think about our brothers and sisters around the world.
2: Yeah, that's such a good point. Because you know, it it, like you said, we do have a lot of work to do here. But we need to also recognize like, the privilege we do have.
0: It's a lot of privilege. It's a lot of privilege, yeah. even in the small amount that we do have. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. the shit still ain't sweet. Um, I want to ask you, Lee, shifting gears for just a little bit. We're putting our okay. blinker on and we're getting off at this exit. Um, You like pop culture, Lee.
2: <laughs> we love pop culture.
0: A uh,
1: hundred problems?
0: Yes, I do. I love pop Don't culture. Don't you start, Lee. <laughs> <This> Damn Jay-Z. <laughs> <laughs> who who is a queer person in pop culture that you look up to today, Lee?
1: Um I oh gosh, there's so many, to be honest. Um, I mean, there's so many that and that's that's the exciting thing. I love Miley Cyrus. I think she's amazing. I love our ally in Taylor Swift. I mean, Damn. I, yes. mean I adore her. <laughs> Um, not just because she has my same last name, but I adore her. <laughs> Leave me in the will, Taylor. Leave me in the will. No, I'll die way before she does. Uh <laughs> sorry. I digress. I digress. Uh let's see. Uh of course Elton Johnny's been around forever. I think he does amazing things for I love Elton A's. John. Oh, he's amazing. Um, golly. Uh there's so many. I mean, there's so many that um, you know, I I I'm trying to think uh of current uh Harry, Harry Styles.
0: Um, mm. oh yes, we love Harry Styles. You want me here. just
1: call the roll. I'll just call the roll here. Roll call
0: shabuya! Sha shabuya! Roll call. <laughs> you know what yes. the good thing about it, Lee, is that um there are so many, you know, there's there's a uh, visibility in all different shades, sizes, colors, and that's the good yeah. thing.
1: I'll call out one more. Leslie Jordan. I don't know if you know who he is. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, you do? Okay. Yes. Yeah. I think what he's doing is amazing. I mean, he, he's, he's amazing. Stephen and I got to meet him. He was in Dallas doing a play, and we got to sit down at the table after the show, and we just visited with him, and he was just so fun and silly and everything that you see. He's so authentic. Everything you're seeing on his feeds is him. He's I would be. love
2: to see you two like interacting because I'm not going to lie. I literally described you as him to someone today. Oh, wow. <laughs> so- I feel so honored
1: that you did that. That's awesome.
2: <laughs> so I love that. <laughs> oh,
1: good. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I feel honored about that. I was
2: like, he's just so bright. I'm like, he's just like Leslie.
1: Oh, <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah, he's amazing. He's an amazing person. Shout out to Leslie. Yeah.
0: Now, Lee, I wanna ask you, what was the first gay bar you've ever been to and where is it located? Where was it located if it's no longer in existence?
1: I have no idea if it's in existence, but you know, I was telling the story about coming out. So soon after that, maybe a week or so, the guy who was the music director and had introduced me to all these gay people. And I was living in Springfield, Missouri with family. And he goes, hey, we're all going to Kansas City. I go, OK, let's go, you know. And uh, it was a bar. I think it was called Mr. Jones's. Mm. And uh, I went out to Mr. Jones's. And
0: um,
1: let's just say I overserved myself.
0: You found yourself <laughs> a couple of Mr. Jones's.
1: night. I know that's right. <laughs> I, I remember going into the men's room, and I was I was like, how am I going to get home? Because there was no Uber or anything, but there w- I was cute and somebody gave me a ride. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: this was pre Stephen, by the way.
0: <laughs>
1: okay, I'm telling too much. I'm spilling too much tea tonight. Spill
0: that tea. Hashtag tea. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay. Um, I would love to hear the story of how you and your husband met, because oh, I love is... romantic things.
1: Okay, Felicia, mm-hmm. I don't know how romantic this is, but um, so I came back to West Texas, St. Angelo, for a radio job, and I met this guy named Billy, and I was because I was so I was I'm a romantic. I fall in love. Hard and fast and quick, and I thought, "Oh, he's the one! He's the one!" And he he was not the one, clearly, <laughs> because <laughs> he was he was wanting a little fun and then move on to the next one, which he did while we were still supposedly seeing each other. Ooh. And uh, but he called me and he said, uh, "I want you to meet my friend Stephen." And he was a bartender. Um, Billy was a bartender, so I went up to this bar. It was a hotel bar, and only Stephen was sitting there. Nobody else was there. And I walked in and I was already having like uh, problems with Billy. I walked in and I saw Steven and I went, oh my God, that is the most handsome man I've ever seen in my life. And it was like, you know, people say you, you don't have, uh, you can't fall in love at first sight. I, I did. Now, Steven's the exact opposite of me, Felicia. He is like, I'm not interested in a relationship. He pushed me away Forever. It's like and I and I was like a little puppy dog. "Mm, I'm coming. Sorry. (laughs) You're here. You're here. I'm so excited. I love you. I love I was saying he said I said I love you, you know, five minutes in, uh, which not quite true. (laughs) I did break up with Billy. Uh, But yeah, um, it took him about six months to realize. And uh, I chased him until he caught me, if that makes sense. I love that.
2: That's That's so sweet. Thanks for sharing that with us.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Come on, Heartfelt.
1: <laughs> did I get you the feels?
2: Did I yeah. Yeah. Yes, I love it.
0: Now, Lee, why did your ass apply for The Circle and how did you hear about it for the folks that are listening?
1: Okay, I, uh, my niece and nephew were in lockdown and it was March and yes, The Circle season one came out in January, but it was March and they said, and I was used to going to see them and their little kids who I adore. And so they said, "There's the show on Netflix. I know you'll love it because they knew I loved reality TV." So we would watch it, and then we'd have a Zoom call about it and talk about each episode. And mm-hmm. so I fell in love with the show. It was a way for us to be connected, my nieces and nephews, and then um, and just loved the show. Loved Joey and Shabam and Chris and Sammy and. I mean they're just Karen, they're all amazing you know mm-hmm. I want to call I can I call the role I I have <laughs> pictures of them up here all of Seaburn, Bill, Alex, <laughs> Sean, uh, Alana, Ed and Tammy, and uh, Randy, who is Aww, Randy uh, Miranda Miranda. See I had to call the role <laughs> and that and so then uh, as a lark, I had applied a few years ago for Big Brother just as a lark. Uh, I mean, and I knew I didn't get any call back or anything. And then June, I saw something pop up. Hey, we're casting. I thought, I'll just fill this out. And uh, I know they find people, but I actually went online, filled out the stuff. And I was so, it was so much paperwork on that form. I was like, I'm done. I'm done. Cause it popped up. I sent it up and popped up. We need a video. I'm I'm done. I was doing this for fun. I've already spent, you know, 45 minutes, on Yeah, it this. takes a minute
0: to fill that shit oh, out, gosh, it does.
1: It's worth it, though. I mean, because it did make me think about who I was, and how I would play. And that's how I came up with the river idea. And then I started getting emails saying, hey, you haven't sent your video, you haven't sent your video, please send your video, I thought it was all a robot automated. And then in July, I got this message said, please, you know, and I thought, Oh, this sounds like it's really from a person. So I took my phone, five minutes, figured out, got the little minute or two, whatever we had to do, mm-hmm. sent it up and got a call the next day and started the casting process.
0: They knew. That's what
1: happened.
2: I love that and I love that you started watching this show with your, you said your niece and nephew during yes. quarantine. Yeah. That's so fun. You know, Courtney and I watched The Circle together for the first time. Um, I, was, I usually visit Courtney for New Year's and that's whenever it came out and we were just on the glamorous sectional having some mm-hmm. ice cream or something and that's when we watched it oh how cool that's yeah. a,
1: it is a bonding thing believe it or not yeah. I, I, you've probably gotten a lot of messages courtney about people watching it together with friends and family and i get
0: all my demographic is moms so i get a lot of moms like saying they'd love to watch it with their kids they watch the episode first because you know i'd be swearing but once they, you know, approve, you know, this one is approved, Courtney was on his best behavior, then they say, okay, then we go and watch it together, which I think is cool.
1: That's great. That's great. That's a great I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's great. I, I think, I think you in particular, you know, I think you gave such a bright light. I, I've told you this, I think you're meant to be on TV and and in the media, because you just make, you make me you, smile. Man. And this is me as a watcher, you know, watching the show back, not in the game, because I, I adored you in the game, clearly. You know, I voted you one, and you voted me three in the final thing, but I'm not- Show both.
0: ass in <laughs> third, show dead! <laughs> I'm not bitter, not at all. Don't you get these goddamn fans riled up again? But you know, know, Lee asked that up there and said on Instagram the one day, who would you block if you was the super secret influencer? And I opened up this damn Instagram to 81 comments dragging my ass back to back to back to
2: back. You know,
0: I need the snake. I took I took that down because I didn't think how that
1: would go. You know, they Come fucking on. hate me. Lee. Well. There are, there are, you do have a share of haters. I've got a few, I've got a few, but not, uh, yeah, you were the, you were the joker. And I mean, thank God you were the joker. I would have been gone. If you hadn't been the joker, you, you know, you, you help my I'm, I'm for it. You know? It was so
2: fun watching that moment at home to like see Courtney, make you an influencer and then for Courtney to turn around and be an influencer too. It was just so fun. Sorry, my Um, cat is literally all over. Courtney's used to
1: it. What's the name of your
2: cat? Lucy. I have two cats. I have Lucy and Trey, and Lucy is the one that's like, oh, please hold me all the time. Yeah,
1: you're on the phone.
2: You're doing a (laughs) Right, you're talking to me?
1: Uh, Yeah. Yeah. No, it was fun for me to watch, uh, you know, but being in, I'll tell you the feelings in the game, which I, you know, I'm, what you see, my emotions come out. I don't. Uh, my, I don't teapot. I call it teapotting. People that hold in their emotions and then all of a sudden they explode. No, I'm, a, I'm they're, they they are in, they're out. They're in, they're out. You know, if I'm feeling it, I let I let it out. But I felt so amazing because, you know, when I got to be got picked and I had a feeling it was either Lance or Courtney. That's what I thought. You know, because I'd had some really strong talks with court uh, with Lance and Courtney. We we talked several times, so I thought it was one of the two. And uh, but then when Courtney got it, I was like, yes. And what people didn't see, Courtney, like when we did that blocking is we we came when you said, hey, um, Terralisha is coming after me. I said, I'm done. OK, done. Because you were my number one, period. So, you know, they were the cutting that
0: con- That conversation, they cut up a lot. The, Didn't the, they? the they influencer chat, that particular one. It's like, they like took some, they like took something where I was reading like not the clean read and they made it like part of my dialogue. I was yeah. like reading something where I was telling you about Trevor, I was like, I really like him. You have to get the shovel behind the man behind the daddy. But in the context of the show, I just randomly I'm like, I really like him. But it's me reading it off of the fucking screen. Like it's there the editing is a why in a good way. It's wild. But to know that, to know that I'm like, they just took that and it's me like reading my own shit out loud, like to make sure it sounds grammatically correct. And they made it dialogue is wild to me. Yeah.
1: Well, I think the editing to me tells, I mean, it does tell the story correctly. It just emphasizes certain things because honestly, that chat that we had, that would have been kind of boring. Because yeah. we were in we were in agreement. I mean, we were we were so in agreement from the get go. Uh, you know, I did say let's table the Trevor thing. I did say that because I I wanted to get rid of Trevor. That was really my number one going in. And uh, but Terralisha, you know, we, everybody felt strongly she had put a big target on her back. So I mean, it and and she was coming after you. So done done. Side of cookie
0: crumbles.
2: Okay. Um, I want to just ask you one more question.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: I want you to tell me what your perfect Saturday would be.
1: Perfect Saturday. Swimming in my new pool that I won <laughs> on the circle.
2: <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I was not sit up there to say that. <laughs> that would be the perfect <laughs> perfect with, Saturday. With, you a mess.
1: with a margarita in my hand. I, I mean pictures of margaritas coming my way burgers yes. on the grill there you go i'm done
0: oh perfect. yeah Lee. you throwing and the barbecue we showing up for that
1: yes all my circle are. fam all my circle fam and my new kardashian felicia perfect day perfect day.
2: Oh. bam <laughs> that would be the Actually, perfect day for me
0: yeah that sounds like a good ass day a good burger i haven't had a burger off of like a grill in so like years yeah years. The
1: problem is I can only afford the blow up pool. So, uh, you know, I don't know how Please. many we can get in it, but we'll try. We'll try.
2: That's all we need. That's we'll all we will organize and
1: strategize. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Maybe, you know what? Maybe we buy a whole bunch of blow up pools.
2: And we just have a pool miss. pod. A pool pot i love it i, love I it. saw like a tick tock or something where um this mom had bought those inflatable pools and put them in the yard and like set up like a screen for the movies and it was like movie night in the yard and you've got the kids in the Ooh. little so they've got a space uh, and a little bed to sit yeah
1: that's smart smart that is smart that's smart. very good i love it
2: well lee we have very much appreciated you being here today um i just texted Courtney um, as we were waiting for Zoom to pop back up and I said I'm about to invite myself to Texas because I just want to sit around and listen to come Lee on. tell all of his life stories because you know I love sitting at the kitchen table <laughs> having a coffee or something and just listening to right. life stories you know. That's right.
1: I mean <laughs> your show's called Overheard in the Pantry so yeah come on let's go. Yes let's yes. <laughs>
2: But um, yeah, we really appreciate you being here. You've given us lots of wisdom. Um, This is probably one of my favorite episodes ever. So um, thank you for being here. It was so nice to meet you virtually and hopefully one day we'll be able to meet in person.
0: Oh yeah, we're doing that. Uh, Get the margaritas ready. IRL, baby,
1: all right. (laughs) See, I know all the lingo, baby. (laughs) Yes, you do. (laughs) YOLO, YOLO. (laughs) And when my Uh, pool party happens, don't FOMO. (laughs)
2: <laughs> there you go.
0: Not dope,
2: <laughs>
0: I'm obsessed. I love it. I, oh, I,
1: I adore you, Felicia. I can't Aww. wait to meet in person. And, and again, congratulations on on your journey of coming out. It's
2: amazing. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Thank you. So, um, where could people find you, Lee, if they want to follow you on social media, which they definitely should.
1: Um, if uh, Morse code, if they use Morse, no, I'm not. I'm not that old. Just kidding. <laughs> Lee, Lee Swift, author. It's about everywhere that I, I, you know, I'm on the TikTok. I'm on the Twitter. <laughs> you know, the Instagram.
0: <laughs> yes, social Perfect. media maven.
2: Everywhere, yeah. Yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Uh-huh. I
1: actually, uh, do you? I before you go, Twitch. Do you guys do Twitch?
2: Sometimes uh, I've our done a few do games. More. Yeah, okay. oh, yeah,
0: stream Lucia.
2: Mm-hmm. I've streamed a few times. Okay, I'm on Twitch so I can
1: follow you. So I know I you're on stuff. Twitch, Lee. I'm on Twitch. I'm on what Twitch. You doing
2: on, what you doing on Twitch?
1: I, I have no idea. We'll play some games <laughs> together. <laughs> we'll have to do some out. gaming nights. <laughs> well, here's the problem Steven's not going to allow me to have a game console, he says I'm too busy. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I I can play, uh, you know, maybe uh, tic-tac-toe or, or uh, uh, spades on my phone, and that's about it.
0: You ain't think about to sit down with the Connect Four. I know the Connect Four. And, a, like, and, a, and like a good cocktail, and that's the date night. That's
1: a date <laughs> night, yes, absolutely.
0: Now, didn't y'all enjoy our good sis, Miss Lee Swift?
2: i know i did did.
0: (laughs) (laughs) he really is a light he
2: is he's such a like he's a light he's a bright light i could sit and listen to him all day i just feel he's one of those people and i feel like we've talked about this before but he's one of those people that you feel energized after speaking with instead of drained you know very similar to our friends on um the rest is just confetti
0: the rest is just confetti come on now
2: speaking Shout of out to them our episode y'all heard is that out. episode yeah
0: our, our- girl <laughs> you know, i was about to get into it because uh, you know our episode is out y'all better make sure y'all asses go on
2: ahead and listen to that because that was good but i hope you guys really enjoyed this episode with mr lee we love him so much our river lee he's got such a special place in my heart um <laughs> make you, make sure you guys also go and follow us on all of our social media um, send us an email if you want to say hello
0: or if you need some advice we'll save you for the advice episode that's coming out whenever it come out
2: mm-hmm.
0: well whenever we do it <laughs> the next one
2: <laughs> happy pride everyone we hope you're staying safe but having a great month
0: stay safe be cute and still wash your hands everybody and we'll see you next time we'll
2: see you next time bye, bye.